outside. Now, I, I do love the matching brown shirts, though. Yeah. Well, hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 202nd edition of Fusebox, lovingly entitled Feels Like Rain. And, uh... Spellcheck on aisle four. Spellcheck on aisle four. You're gonna need a really big Sadly, yeah. So, uh, welcome in. I'm your theme song in search of a sitcom host, Mark Rose, and over there, the always ready for a rumble, as long as it's at 80 cycles or less, the Viscount of Volume Attenuation, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. You know, I gotta say, What the hell is going on in there, man? Sorry. Uh, well, well, Carl, my uh, fallopian racing hamster, he, t- he tipped over the wheel of misfortune in here, so he... What, what do you mean? He was loose in there? I mean, Well, he, he was just flying a minute ago. He was uh, chewing on some celery that I brought along and, you know, filling his cheeks up like they do. And uh, Yeah. Something spooked him. And he ran off the table there and tipped the damn wheel of misfortune on its ass. Well, please tell me it's fine, because we have a, a use for that later, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Spatula looks good, too. <laughs> well, good. Oh, man. Um, friends, <clears throat> I, I just want to take a moment and uh, thank the newest members to our recently launched uh, Patreon page, uh, Kelly... Sam and Pamela, who have uh, shown tremendous courage, or maybe early-onset dementia, and have signed up as uh, supporters of this here Fuse Box program. And uh, believe me, speaking for Jeff and uh, Regina Carroll here, we can't thank you enough for your support of this program. And uh, you too, gentle listener, can add your voice to that somehow anxious and throbbing crowd growing now by going over there to our uh, Patreon page and signing up for all sorts of cool, uh, with a side of neato, exclusive content, and you can find a link to that in the show notes there. And uh, lastly, a part of that uh, exclusive content that you can get by going over there is our extra special voicemail line that you are uh, invited to call and leave a query, comment, fear, or regret. And uh, we'll feature it, very likely, possibly, and maybe, on an upcoming show. Kind of like this one, right here, that is uh, puzzling, to say the least. Hi there. This message is for Regina Carroll. I know you're busy, honey, with the Patreon launch, but I just had to share this with you. It kind of scared me. Last night at... Around 10.10, someone was pounding on my front door. When I went to answer it, there was only a recyclable garbage can there. 
Who would do that? Call me back. Love you. Bye. Wait. What? It's truly inspired, Mr. Keynes. I say we alert the media. You know, this could be some kind of sinister plot to recycle people's trash against their will. Well, friends, we'll uh, take a momentary pause here and get ourselves all set up for the next exciting segment that you won't want to avoid missing. We have time for a cup of coffee. com. And we are back, bro. And roger that. Uh, you know what, folks? We're not going to go political commentary on you for this uh, edition of the program. But uh, there were just a couple of items that uh, I'd like to get on the record, if I may. You may. Uh, thank you, Mr. Keynes. I, I, you know, I guess we've all seen the uh, last, well, at least for now, uh, of the uh, J6 hearings, yeah? Well, I mean, if you haven't, then maybe you're just afraid of the potential outcome of this thing. Or otherwise busy with the rambunctious tedium of sock drawer day. Hmm. Or maybe wrangling exotic rodents from behind the washer-dryer combo. Know what I mean? Yeah, I think Carl knows. Well, you know what? We really should check that area for Carl, because uh, all those critters like it back in there for some reason. Reminds them of home? Well, they are very clean. Uh, this last hearing that endeavored to uh, show the activity, or in the orange guy's case, in activity of the uh, January 6th chaotic storming of the Capitol there, uh, they did a chilling job of it, I gotta say. One might even say sobering. Nah, no, I was into my uh, third Negroni by uh, its end there, you know. Yeah, it was intense. I mean, you know what, no matter how many times I see it, those uh, images of folks bursting into the rotunda there and just... Tearing the place apart for all intents and purposes. It just makes me feel like I kind of need a shower, you know? I hear you. I, I gotta say, though, the thing that had me rolling on the damn floor was that uh, clip of Josh Hawley, who, who just a short time before this, he'd, he'd done that raised fist salute to those idiots outside of the Capitol. Then in this clip, seeing him sprinting like his ass was on fire <laughs> for the exit because those comrades of his were about to make shit real for that bozo. Well, I, I think the hearing room uh, had a burst of laughter at that clip as well. It, it was preposterous and in a way uh, rather synonymous with the whole radical right supporting this ridiculous idea about stolen elections in the first place. It's, it's all a uh, rancid and sort of cheap and a little tawdry on the side display, friends, putting on what is uh, tantamount to a puppet show for their respected political bases. Yeah, you know, and the orange one, he couldn't even say the election was over. In that clip of him trying uh, poorly to tell his minions to go the hell home. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's strange indeed. I, I, I think that uh, these uh, last few hearings have uh, definitely been most enlightening. Yeah, not, not, not that we needed it. Well, you know, it's all about evidence. It's, it's, it's being able to reconstruct the timeline 
and the, the motivations of certain individuals during and uh, even before that time, as we're learning. Well, now, you probably saw that uh, Steve Bannon got convicted of contempt of Congress and uh, failing to produce documents to the committee. Yeah, yeah, th that, uh, that was a little perk. B but you know what? He's going to appeal that, of course, and uh, like his orange buddy, we'll try to run out the clock on this thing. I got to tell you something. It's unlikely he'll ever serve an hour in jail because of his, uh, believe it or not, first offense status. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's as slimy as a rotting cucumber, but hasn't been caught at anything significant. So that carries a certain amount of free pass status, even this contempt thing. Well, holy carp, I, I thought a guy like that would have all sorts of skeletons rattling in his closet. Well, he probably does. <laughs> Between him and Roger Stone, it's probably like a graveyard in there. But it won't be useful um, unless it's really exposed and there's a lot of uh, damning evidence. His business is just lousy with shady deals. Uh, but always just a little shy of illegal. Gray, but not illegal. You remember that uh, Build the Wall campaign he was part of? Oh, yeah, yeah, the one where they had uh, created a foundation to uh, solicit funds from suckers who thought they were actually going to build this wall around our southern border. Yeah, yeah, the same, yeah. Well, uh, that proved to be made of cardboard and was uh, promptly dismantled. And to my knowledge, the foundation and the corporation, all that, was dissolved because of the exposure of certain vague business structures in place. Offshore bank, six-party checks only payable on the second Tuesday of the week. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it goes, friends. Uh, we're not by any means done with these hearings. Word has it that they uh, pick up in September with, uh, <laughs> who knows... What even more damning evidence? Well, you know, I'd say they got enough right now to fill the Titanic. Well, good. And, and perhaps the orange guy would like a cabin up front. And now, the moment no one has been waiting for. <laughs> yes, a sound guest's dread almost as much as the sound of Sean Hannity's voice. Straight from a special engagement in Utah, whereupon he was immediately escorted to the border. Ladles and Germans, milt canes, and the Wheel of Misfortune. favorite segments. Well, we didn't have as much in petty cash as I thought, so I can only get three homeless people this time. Yeah, which is about two more than we can usually afford. So what's the deal with the petty cash, bro? I mean, you've been dipping into it again to buy more women in prison porn? <laughs> Let's not reveal personal information, Mr. Keynes, and put that spatula away. You're going to scare off today's victim, uh, uh, guest, okay? Uh, but no, as a matter of fact, it uh, wasn't me who had to borrow from the uh, petty cash jar. It actually was our new intern. Kenny? What's Kenny doing in the petty cash? Well, apparently, Mr. Keynes, he ran a personal errand for you. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, right, right. I, uh, I kind of remember. Kind of remember? Kind of? I'm surprised you lived, let alone remember anything about that day. Yeah, I know, I know. Bro, I, I, I don't know what got into me. I mean... <laughs> What got into you, Mr. Keynes, was 9 or 12 or 11 teen Chernobyl martinis. Yeah, I, I ran out of you who. Anyway, uh, it's not my finest hour. Actually, it wasn't your finest 47 seconds when you tried to open that bag of chips with a banana. I did. Where'd I get a banana? Yeah, from the fridge in the break room. And judging by the looks of it, I'd say it'd been in there for a while. Oh, <laughs> so that's why my pants smelled like banana the next morning. Weird. Weird doesn't even begin to cover it. But speaking of weird... Yeah, Kenny, I, you know, I don't know, dude. Y you make some strange choices when it comes to interns. Remember that one chick with the uh, crazy eyes? Always wore hippie shit and wrote poetry? There's nothing wrong with poetry. What, some of our good, good friends write poetry. About Lizzie Borden? Dude, that chick wrote poetry about a damn axe murderess. Now, I don't care what you say, bro. That hippie broad was one spooky chick. Well, as far as I know, uh, Kenny doesn't write poetry, so uh, I think we're safe. But... As I was saying, speaking of weird, once again, it's time to navigate the sometimes choppy, turbulent, deep, dark, darkly deep, and deep, dark waters that are the Wheel of Misfortune. And today's very special guest is none other than... Forget it. I am not doing it. No <laughs> way. Not until he puts that spatula away. Oh, come on. You're no fun. No, you'll be safe. You'll be safe. Trust me. It's okay. It really is. It's <laughs> His bark is uh, way worse than his bite. I swear to God, I will kick his ass if he comes near me with that thing. I'm serious, Melt, you shit stain. I'll slap you naked and hide your fucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Seriously, it, it'll be fine. Even though I'd pay money to see you kick Milt's ass, I really would. Oh, I'll do that for free. <laughs> and I don't doubt it for one damn second. All right, let me do Yeah, let me uh, get this in. And you talk into this hand. <laughs> okay, okay. What do I have to do here? Milt? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, God. So, so now that we're all sort of uh, situated here, please, folks, let's give a great big... Fusebox, welcome to Suicide Sally. Oh, thanks. I think. All right, so now what do I do here? How does this whole thing work? All right, it's, ve it's very simple. We call this Wheel of Misfortune. Now, uh, Milt will spin the wheel there, and uh, whichever number it lands on, he'll ask you that many questions. Okay. Which you have, have have to answer. But if you refuse to answer a question... You have to face the spatula, which means... Which means Milt gets to slap you on the neck with his spatula. 
What the fuck? Oh, and you have five seconds to begin your answer, or face the spatula. Exactly. Are you ready? Fuck it. Sure. Let's go. Let's do it. Here we go. By the way, uh, Sally is the owner of Suicide Sally's Bar and Grill, who uh, allowed us to record a live remote for Fusebox 200. That's right, our 200th show called Circle Jerks. And uh, Sally herself served us and has since uh, become something of a celebrity since this show. <laughs> so we had a lot of people write in and tell us how much they uh, not only loved that show, but uh, how much they loved you, Sally. So I should have kicked you all out. <laughs> Six. Actually, you should have never let us in in the first place. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, the wheel has spoken here. I get to ask you six questions on the wheel of misfortune, or you must face the spatula. Remember, you have five seconds to start your answer. All right? You ready? I guess. (sighs) Why did I agree to do this? Ah, That's the spirit. Okay. Question one. How did you get the nickname Suicide Sally? Oh, well, that's easy. I got the nickname when I was a professional roller derby player. Seriously? Roller derby? Yeah. Back in the day, man, I was the jammer. You know what the jammer is, right? Uh, No? No. No? No? Okay. So there are three positions in roller derby. There's pivots, the blockers, and the jammer. The jammer starts at the back of the pack behind the pivots and blockers. Scores points when she laps the pack. Are you still with me on this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So the blockers and the pivots on the other team try to stop me, the jammer, from passing them. So because I'm small and really, really fast, I was the jammer, which also means you have to be fearless, (laughs) a little crazy, to be the jammer. So they called me Suicide Sally, and it just stuck. But the weird thing is, my name isn't even Sally. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah, I remember watching the uh, roller derby as a kid. Yeah, me too, bro. I, I mean, that's way cool, Sally. What was the name of the team you played for? Well, there were a couple of them. There was the Rat City Rolling Thunder, the Boise Bombers. Uh, oh, and the semi-pro team called the Kankakee Cat Scratchers. <laughs> wow. And that's why I would put my money on you in a fair fight with Milt. <laughs> <laughs> Or an unfair fight, bro. Beauty and brawn. <laughs> Sally, you're my kind of gal. Oh, thanks. But yeah, I'd kick your ass, Milt. <laughs> oh, I have no doubt about that. Okay, okay. Next question. Which celebrity, male or female, would you like to kick the ever-loving shit out of? Oh, shit. Um... Taylor Swift bugs the shit out of me. Oh, well, that's going to make a few people kind of (laughs) upset. All right. Question three now. Which celebrity, again, male or female, would you like to get busy with? Ooh, there's so many. I can only get one. Many as you want. Okay. Um, you have five seconds. Shut it. You're stressing me out. Um, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Huh? Um, and, 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 and. Oh, Channing Tatum. Oh, for sure, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Awesome. Good job. Good deal. Excellent. All righty. Question four. Now, if you were a superhero, 
What would your superpower be? Oh, shit. I'm kind of already a superhero, actually. Yeah, we know that about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm really nosy, so I would want to be invisible. Because then I could go around to everybody whenever I wanted. They wouldn't know. Totally get to listen to them. When they talk shit about me, I can so passively, aggressively use it against them. <laughs> That's, a nice. That's a superpower you can get behind. Question five. What's the weirdest thing you ever put in your mouth? Oh, I don't think we should answer that. <laughs> um... Uh, I have five seconds. Shush. You're stressing me out. Um, I put a lot of things in my mouth. It's a problem. Two seconds. Um, well, I'm super, like, terrified. Terrified of insects and bugs and all that. It was one of those weird things where you go into those, like, candy gift shops, you know, and you can buy all this weird stuff. And I... I swear to God, I did not see the huge maggot in the middle of the fucking clear sucker. How did you not see it? I'm only blaming it on vodka. It had to be vodka's fault. Holy carp. Wow. That may just be the <laughs> best answer we've had on this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, good, good. All right, question six. If you could chill with someone famous, living or dead, who would it be and why? Um, okay, I'm not going to look at you because you're stressing me out. Now I can't think. So <laughs> You have five seconds. Hold on. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get hit. Um, let me say something. Does it have to be famous? Uh, no. It can be anybody. Whatever you want. Oh, well, can I give a really cheesy answer? Well, some people might not think it's cheesy. Sure, go for it. Honestly... My grandmother was the coolest person in this whole world. And I I honestly think that I would choose her over anybody famous because to have even an hour with her again would mean the world to me. So I is whatever. If it's cheesy, I don't really care. Um, but it would be my grandma. Congratulations, Suicide Sally. You have just survived. The Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations, Sally. You managed to come out the other side and... Uh... Dude, that, you have no idea how much... I wish you guys had to do this. You have no idea how much pressure that puts on me. You guys are kind of assholes. <laughs> it's becoming one of my personal favorite bits on the show, I gotta say. So has anyone had their neck slapped by the spatula yet? Uh, not yet. No, no, not yet. <sighs> well, I'm really glad I wasn't the first. Okay, so now what? Are we done? It was actually kind of fun, I'm not going to lie. Well, you know what? We have just one more question for you, Sally. But first, uh, let's give, please, another big hand to Suicide Sally of Suicide Sally's Bar and Grill. Yeah. Awesome. Home of the world-famous Chili Tots. That's right, Mr. Keynes. And, uh, and, folks, be sure to check out Suicide Sally's swag. Available now from the uh, Fuse Box store. You can find this and uh, other very cool merchandise like uh, T-shirts and hoodies and shopping bags and clocks and drink coasters. And, of course, the uh, nearly famous Fuse Box 
whiskey mugs and nearly infamous Fusebox Church flasks available uh, for all your gift-giving needs. Or hell, buy them for yourself, because who deserves it more? Right, right. And uh, be sure to subscribe to Fusebox and uh, give us a big old like and maybe a share on Facebook or whatever other social media you weirdos are into these days. Right you are, as always, Mr. Keynes. And uh, you can also look for us on uh, Patreon, folks. A link in the show notes right down there to uh, enjoy the benefits of uh, that exclusivity. We do so appreciate uh, your support of our little show here. And we'd uh, also like to thank Sabra May for excellent ideification in this edition of the program, as well as the dulcet tones of Jeff Pollard. And, of course, Suicide Sally for uh, coming on our show today and for letting us set up shop for uh, Fusebox 200 Circle Jerks. Thank you kindly, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, thank you so much for having me, guys. It was actually a lot of fun. But what was the one more question you wanted to ask me? Well, how about uh, getting a drink with us to celebrate your newfound celebrity? Yeah, after that, I could actually use a drink. Excellent. So with that, folks, we shall call it a show until our next cartoon. Fusebox has not been sponsored by your mother, the used car lot that burned down last week, Suicide Sally's Bar and Grill, our chili tots are to die for, the car wash place, no, not that one, the other one, and by E-Larceny. If love is a crime, we'll lock you up and throw away the key. I'm Spaz Dazzler, asking your forgiveness, yet begging that you tune in next week to... Oh, that was great. Thanks. Thanks so much again. Are you going to order a man's drink this time, Milt? Hey, takes a real man to drink vodka and yoo-hoo. Yeah, a real strange man.